Does this thing still work? I'm not seeing a light. Oh, oh, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bell Online. Bell Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bell Online, where the game starts. Jesper Bratt was able to sign a one-year extension. What does that mean for him and his future with the Devils organization? And what does that mean for Tom Fitzgerald? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Buckle up, everybody. What's this button do? Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. I know it's been a while, but I'm back. I'm back to covering the New Jersey Devils, and you guys are probably wondering, where have I been the last couple weeks? Well, if you guys missed my series of episodes before, I went on a short hiatus. I went on vacation, so I was away from my computer. I took a break, and let me tell you guys, it's never been more refreshing, and I feel as though I am more geared up than ever to finally be covering the New Jersey Devils because, as you guys know, it's been a long, tedious offseason for New Jersey Devils. We struck out on a couple of players that we had our eyes on, and obviously Jesper Bratt re-signed, but it was for a one-year deal. On the bright side, at least we avoided the arbitration hearing, and that could have killed the relationship. We'll talk about that a little later in the episode. But, you know, what what could have happened in the past couple weeks of me not covering the New Jersey Devils? Well, a lot of things. Like I said, the arbitration hearing for Jesper Bratt potentially and that not coming into fruition. Having to overpay Miles Wood, a new reverse retro jersey with, that has the color blue in it for the Devils. Just so much has been happening for the Devils organization, and there's so much I have to catch up on. There's so many opinions I have to share. Matthew Kachuk was obviously dealt away when I was on the road to my vacation spot. So it was just like, wow, like I, I just leave my computer for a day or two, and all of this is happening. So I guess the big thing that we need to talk about is Jesper Bratt and the arbitration here. So we'll talk about how that came into play. We'll talk about the overall future with Jesper Bratt. And we'll talk about my overall expectations. But let's rewind the clock a little bit. So I said, going into the offseason, you know, Jesper Bratt, he does deserve a payday. And I think him and his camp were seeing the offers that were being sent to Kevin Fiala, also Brock Besser. So I'm sure his agent was like, you know what? Jesper Bratt deserves a payday like that. So let's go to the Devils organization and let's just try to, you know, get you paid because you definitely deserve uh, a bigger raise because, like I said, I think the New Jersey Devils, if uh, they were going to offer Jesper Bratt a long-term contract, I think it would be around north of $6 million. That was my overall prediction. But Jesper Bratt re-signed for a one-year $5.45 million contract. Now, that wasn't best-case scenario, but it's not worst-case scenario. We still have a lot of work to do, but this kind of just procrastinates the New Jersey Devils from working out a deal with Jesper Bratt for a long-term solution. So going into the offseason, I was just like, you know what? Maybe Jesper Bratt does deserve a payday, but he only had one good year, theoretically. Like, And I'm not trying to discredit him. He had a fantastic year in which he was able to lead the New Jersey Devils in assists and points, and he was tied for most goals on the team with Jack Hughes. So it was just like, you know, Jesper Bratt does have a legitimate case 
But at the same time, you know, who's to say that he'll have that same type of year, uh, you know, next year. So that was just my overall mindset, which is maybe it's not the worst case in the world to maybe sign Jesper Brad to a two or three year contract. And I, and, you know, uh, some of you agreed with me in that regard. Some of you disagreed with me. I love Jesper Bratt. I said he's a vital component for our baby big three, obviously with him, Jack Hughes, and Nico Heischer. But there's a reason why I say, you know what, Jesper Bratt between Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer, if he was to have to be involved in some sort of trade scenario for a big name player, I'm sorry, but Jesper Bratt is the odd man out just due to the fact that Nico Heischer's the captain and then Jack Hughes is arguably our franchise piece. So, you know, in terms of being the band, Jesper Bratt plays the bass. So, you know, uh, Jack Hughes is the guitar player and the singer, and Nico Heischer is the drum player. But unfortunately, Jesper Bratt is the bass player. So, you know, still very vital, but at the same time, not the most important person in that group. Uh, that, that's just a scenario that I've been hearing before, um, you know, in, in different circumstances. I've never played in a band, so I can't really speak on that, but just something that I, I found very hilarious. But anyway, Jesper Bratt signing uh, with the Devils for one year, $5.45 million. You know, um, maybe that wasn't what I had in mind, but at the same time, I can kind of understand it a little bit because I'm sure Tom Fitzgerald is just telling Jesper Bratt, like, hey, uh, you, we know you had a good year, but you need to go back out there and show us that you could do that again because there's no guarantee that you're going to have that same type of season. And if we sign you long-term and you don't really perform up the par, then we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. So what does this mean in the future for New Jersey Devils and Jesper Bratt? Well, for Jesper Bratt, it's just another tryout year for him. It's just to show him that this past season was not a fluke. I it, I anticipate that it was not a fluke. That's my overall prediction. I expect Jesper Bratt to take a couple steps forward in his overall development. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, uh, am I going to bank on it? Yeah, I'll bank on it. But at the same time, it's just like if it doesn't happen and if he takes a couple steps back, I'm not going to be stunned if that makes sense. So the two the two players out of Heischer, Bratt, and Hughes that I anticipate to take a few steps forward are obviously our leader, Nico Heischer, and then our franchise player, Jack Hughes. But if Jesper Bratt is able to take a couple steps forward, that's icing on the cake. That means the New Jersey Devils really have something special forming with their young forwards. So that's why I want people to take away from this, which is going into the offseason, I did say maybe it's not the worst case in the world to re-sign Jesper Bratt to a short-term deal before we give him that long-term deal. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are going to be wondering, well, you know, isn't there already bad blood because they had to wait until the very last second because uh, an arbitration hearing was scheduled to take place on the day that Jesper Bratt uh, re-signed for that one-year deal. I don't think so because – like I said, it's not the best case, but it's not the worst case. And what do I mean by that? I'll explain that momentarily. I want to bring you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at Built Bar. So if you haven't tried Built Bar or Puffs yet, well, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in all chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite flavor, Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com and snag you, you and your family uh, a box of uh, chunky dough puffs because it is the perfect treat 
or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. And guess what? Uh, they're not going to be top shelf because your mama ain't going to get to them. What's the great part about Built is that they're all uh, bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love cookie dough chunk puffs. The offer is go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 50% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And now, the second live read comes from a product I literally use every day, and that is AG1, a.k.a. Athletic Greens. Because what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, and immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all those things. The reason I take it is because my body is a temple and I got to start treating it as such. So it's a lifestyle that's friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While still tasting good, supports your uh, for better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing that's the best with Athletic Greens. It uses the best of the best products based on latest science and with constant product iterations and third-party testing. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health. So go to Athletic Greens right now and purchase your uh, Athletic Greens today. So what do I mean by not best case or worst case? Well, worst case was the arbitration hearing because that uh, affects relationships with the front office and also the player. But re-signing him, and I think Jesper Bratt always wanted to stay with the New Jersey Devils, I think the person who was making a bit of a headache was his agent. Now, I'm not in on those contract hearings. I'm not there on those phone calls. I'm not there on those emails. So I can't really uh, you know, give you a definitive answer but I could give you my opinion in regards to saying that I think Jesper Bratt's agent was kind of just saying like, look, we're seeing Kevin Fiala get paid. We're seeing uh, Brock Besser get paid. We want to get paid north of $6 million and, you know, 5.45 million. Uh, it was in that ballpark, but at the same time, it's not what we really wanted. We wanted a long-term solution. And I think in the future, the New Jersey Devils' cap space is going to be just fine. So I don't think there's going to be anything in effect in that regards. But I think Tom Fitzgerald just really wanted to just get it through to Jesper Brad saying, like, look, we do want you back. But at the same time, we're not confident in giving you a long term solution because the reason Jack Hughes got a long term solution. We saw the overall growth. We saw it last year in the 56 game season. And then we saw it this past year in which Jack Hughes was able to take a couple steps forward. Obviously, he did have to deal with a lot of injuries. So that definitely played into factor. And once he came back, he was like lightning in a bottle and he was able to transform the Devils organization from you know, being a subpar team to being a respectable team on the offensive side of things in that regards. And then uh, in regards to Nico Heischer, obviously our leader and our captain, hopefully Andre Pollock can take some of the pressure off him in that regards. But still, you know, Nico Heischer's our captain, so we're going to give our captain what he wants. And so Jesper Bratt is the only person, he's the only core piece that is not really signed 
to a long-term deal. So Dougie Hamilton has signed long-term. He was our uh, top free agent signing last season. Then Jack Hughes signed long-term. Nico Heischer signed long-term. So I just need one more anywhere from decent to good season from Jesper Bratt for me to be competent enough to give him like a seven-year deal or something in that regard. So like I, I was saying that maybe the New Jersey Devils will sign him to a two- or three-year extension. And obviously maybe the one-year extension was just – it's a little bit risky because he is a restricted free agent. And if he does have another good year, you can see a team like maybe the Ottawa Senators taking their eye on uh, Jesper Bratt and just saying like, you know, we could use a player like that because Jesper Bratt, it, regardless of what he does – uh, I, I think he's going to fall under the radar. And uh, what, what's the one thing I tell the New Jersey Devils? Look for diamonds in the rough. And I think uh, teams are going to be the same way when looking at Jesper Bratt, which is like, look at his overall impact for a team like the New Jersey Devils. Look at the stats he's putting up for a team that's, you know, not really all that special or great. If we put him on a team that is special or great, a team that's trying to contend for something, trying to build something for the future, we could use someone like Jesper Bratt. So that is the risk, which is, you know, his value might go up a little bit and you're going to get more Hawks eyeing on that target. So it's just like, you know, on, on, on a telephone wire, you just see like, oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just see a couple Hawks. But then if Jesper Bratt, the prize is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, more Hawks are going to be coming onto that line. And it's just going to be like, yeah, we want that player. We want that player. And that's going to put more pressure on Tom Fitzgerald in the front office to sign Jesper Bratt to a long-term deal. So, I'm glad that Jesper Brack is one is back for one more year. And I'm glad that, um, you know, we were able to avoid the arbitration hearing because that does affect relationships. And that's just a headache that nobody wants to deal with. And I'm glad that the New Jersey Devils were able to avoid it, albeit it was at the last possible second. But we avoided it. So that's not worst case scenario. Best case scenario would have been maybe to just get this out of the way sooner. But it's just procrastinating it till next offseason and maybe we could get a deal worked out sooner rather than later. Now, I do got to talk about my buddy, the Brat Pack. Uh, he's a big social media personality on Twitter. He did reveal saying that Jesper Brat had signed long-term. And look, guys, uh, I, I get that maybe he got a little too trigger-happy when tweeting something like that out. But please don't go after the Brat Pack. He was just giving faulty information. I've been giving faulty information myself. And that's why I always try to cite my sources. So that way, if that source is incorrect then, you know, uh, it, it's not on my shoulders. Kevin Weeks has done the same thing. Remember, he re he uh, falsely reported Miles Wood signing a two-year deal with the Devils when in reality it was a one-year deal. So Kevin Weeks does the same thing. Even the top reporters who are well-respected get faulty information. So that's just how it works in this industry. Like, we're human and we're going to make mistakes. So that's what I want people to um, take away from all this and just, you know, I'm, I, I hope we were able to move forward with this. Now, I think the New Jersey Devils, in terms of their offseason, I think for the most part they are done until the trade deadline. And what I mean by that is, like, I think they're going to wait and see, like, how is their team formed? Like, how is it constructed? Like, uh, are we going to be contending for a playoff spot? Because according to the betonline.net odds, the New Jersey Devils are tied with the Washington Capitals for 15th position uh, in terms of winning the Stanley Cup Finals. So I get that we're not we're not at that point yet. And I, I, I'm just putting this out there like we're not uh, tied for 15th for most likely to make the playoffs. We're tied for 15th to win the Stanley Cup final. So that should say something just a little bit. And that was after the Jesper Bratt signing. And that was after when the Ottawa Senators were able to get Alex DeBrinkhead, Claude Giroux, all those guys. And so the New Jersey Devils, 
were sitting in in the middle in terms of being, you know, one of the favorites to win the Stanley Cup Finals. Now, what do I mean by that? I just mean that the New Jersey Devils might have a legitimate chance of making the playoffs this time if all goes well, if Lindy Ruff is able to keep the locker room, if we all stay healthy, and if we're all able to just work together as a team. Because remember, the New Jersey Devils signed a few veteran pieces, including like Brendan Smith, Eric Halla. The big one was Andre Palat. We got uh, Marino from the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins in the trade for Ty Smith. So the New Jersey Devils, they were able to just make, you know, under the radar signings or trades and just try to figure it all out and just try to mesh it together. And I think they've become a somewhat better team. And obviously adding Jesper Brett once again definitely uh, helps the New Jersey Devils in that regards. So what are my expectations going into this season for Jesper Brett? Like, what do I want to see out of one of our big three members? What do I want to see out of Bratman? Well, I think for Jesper Brett, I'm giving Jack Hughes the reins to be our team MVP. I'm giving Jack Hughes, like, my vote for leading our team in points and all that. I want Jesper Bratt to take his game to another level, but at the same time, he doesn't have to repeat what he did last season to do so because I want Jack Hughes to be targeting 100 points. I'm not going to give that kind of pressure to Jesper Bratt. If Jesper Brad is any is able to give me anywhere from, you know, I was going to say 65 points at the very minimum, but let's just have some fun. Let's say 63 points because that's his jersey number. So if Jesper Brad is able to give me anywhere from 63 points to, hmm, to let's see, how would I say this? Um, let's say 80 points. Like if he's able to give me anywhere from 63 to 80 points, I'll be okay with that because I don't want Jesper Brad to, you know, I'm not expecting Jesper Brad to be our leading score like i i expect big things from him but i'm not going to put that pressure on his shoulders what i expect from jesper bratt is this just take your game to another level and let's march forward with this so that's what i want to see out of the Bratman this season i'm glad we were able to avoid the arbitration hearing i'm glad this has all been put to rest but we've only got half the job done we're gonna have to do this once again come next free agency when jesper bratt is a restricted free agent because he will be eligible for an arbitration uh, once again. So he can file one if a deal is not able to get into the works come next offseason. So I want everyone to take that consideration. Even though the New Jersey Devils were able to resign him to a one-year deal, we're not out of the woods. We just procrastinated it, and we still only have half the job done. So please take that into consideration. So what do I want to see out of the New Jersey Devils this year since we were able to get a deal done with Jesper Bratt? Well, It basically means that the New Jersey Devils, they got to make something out of this season this year. There's no tomorrow. There's no later. There is going to be not another opportunity like that. I want the New Jersey Devils to take a few steps forward because, like I said, Jesper Bratt could very much be just a rental for this year, and I'll admit that. I'm not going to be be shy about saying it because the reality of this uh, situation is that Jesper Bratt is signed to a one-year extension. He's going to be a restricted free agent. If he's able to develop in the right way that the New Jersey Devils are banking on, then there's going to be a lot of other teams interested in his service, and they're going to be basically picking up the phone and just calling Tom Fitzgerald and just saying, like, look, what do you want for Jesper Brown? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? We're going to give him this. We're going to give him that restricted free agent, so it'll be a little easier for the New Jersey Devils. But at the same time, I just want that to be taken into consideration because I don't want Jesper Brad to walk away and basically, we, we leave this, the table with nothing. So I want that to be uh, just a, a, a point of emphasis because, 
remember, there were rumors circulating back in June saying that the New Jersey Devils could very much uh, trade away Jesper Bratt if they couldn't get a deal done because it was the same situation, restricted free agent, deal hasn't been official, arbitration hearing approaching, uh, the clock is winding down, got to get something done, ASA now. So it's basically that sort of same situation, and I want people to just take that into consideration. So I really need Jack Hughes to take a step forward, and I really need him to stay healthy. I need Nico Heischer to take a step forward. I need him to be that great two-way player that I think he could potentially be. I need Jesper Bratt to maybe make the all-star team because I believe that he can become an all-star this year, and he can be uh, just one of those big silent but deadly X-Factors on the New Jersey Devils, similar to what Ryan Graves was last season. So I really want the New Jersey Devils to take their team to the next level. And it's now or never. They have got to come into this season with a focus. They got to come within a purpose. They got to come with some sort of effort. I know some things are out of their control. COVID was out of their control. Injuries are out of their control. Get everyone healthy and rally the troops. That's why we brought Andre Pilat onto this team. There is no wasting. The time is now for the New Jersey Devils to take it up a notch. I'm not saying we have to make the playoffs, but we got to show some sort of improvement because this is really going to be make or break for some players. Ryan Graves, I believe, is signed for two years. Then you got um, someone like Jesper Bratt signed to one year. Jonathan Bernier, two years. Remember, uh, I'm going back to when they signed their contracts with the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, Ryan Graves was obtained in a trade, but you get the point. Let's get on this train right now. Let's strike while the iron is hot. So I just want the New Jersey Devils to not shoot themselves in the foot and keep Jesper Bratt happy. Keep him happy. Make him the happiest player in the Devils organization because I think Jesper Bratt did want to return to the Devils organization Albeit, I think he wanted a shorter deal, so that way he had more options. But I think that was more of his agent just trying to, you know, feed that information into his ear. But at the same time, it's just like I really, really hope the New Jersey Devils are able to just, you know, just sweet talk Jesper Brad a little bit and just say, like, look, do you like it here? We'll do whatever it takes. Come the trade deadline, if we're on that brink of, you know, maybe making the playoffs or whatever the case might be, if we're middle of the pack, then we're going to trade for a player and we're going to try to take our organization to another level. So I really want that from the Devils organization this upcoming year. That's what I want to see. So that that's my overall uh, mindset when it came to the Jesper Bratt situation, which is I'm glad we got the deal done, but we are not out of the woods. We've only got half the troubles overcome. So we got the deal done. But we still got to do this same charade next offseason, which is sign Jesper Bratt, keep him happy, and let's just try to take our organization to another level. Dougie Hamilton came here for a reason, guys. Yes, we struck out with a lot of guys this year, but we signed the top free agent last year. And there's a reason why he came here. And I just think the New Jersey Devils are going to be one of the more slept-on teams in the NHL, and I'm sick of the disrespect. I am sick of everything right now. I want the New Jersey Devils to not let me down. I don't want them to let you down. And I want them to basically just compete every game. There's going to be bad games. There's going to be good games. There's going to be terrible games. There's going to be fantastic games. That's just the sport of hockey. That's just the sport for anything. But at the same time, let's show more respect 
for our organization. Let's show more, more respect towards our players. Let's just take it to the next level. And I'll talk about in the future episode my anticipations for some of our players, especially our free agent signings, especially some of the players we got in a trade, especially for some of our returning guys, What uh, some players that I might have my eye on because I think the New Jersey Devils can potentially surprise a lot of people. So let me know what you guys think. I know this was my first video in a while, a little rusty, but, you know, feels great to be back behind the camera and just, you know, basically giving you guys the news and my opinions on the Devils uh, arbitration uh, situation with Jasper Brad and then him signing a one-year deal. So uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page, at TreyMat4, and the show's Twitter page, which has now reached 1,000 followers in a short amount of time. Marty Brodeur is the greatest goalie of all time, period. Take it home to your mama. That That's basically uh, what, what's gotten uh, the show so popular nowadays. Stephen A. Smith meme. So... I really cannot thank you guys enough, and we still got a lot more work to do. Let's make 1,000 subscribers the next goal, and let's do it before puck drop. If we're able to do that, I will give you guys a huge, huge, huge giveaway. So let me know what you guys think. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.